This is a dated question. <laughs> so let's change the date. We're gonna change I did. I did. <laughs> so if you knew the world was ending in, let's say, 2023, because we're already in 2022. So if you knew the world was ending in 2023, what would you do differently? This is the Beards and Bros podcast. On behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim, enjoy the episode. I would wake up every day and spend my life exactly the way I wanted to, uh, with whoever I wanted to, doing whatever I wanted to, um, because none of us are getting out of here alive. <laughs> we got a year. Let's spend time with the people that really matter and, and, and doing the things that really matter. Yep. I wouldn't do anything differently. I really wouldn't. You know, I just... Because nothing, nothing I change is going to change the fact. Right. You know, so I'm going to continue. I, I, if I knew it was ending in 2023, I'd probably quit my job and spend time with everybody. Mm-hmm. If, you know? if you saw that on the news today, you know, like I would not be showing up to work tomorrow. Nope. <laughs> so, nope. I don't think if, I knew it, <laughs> if I knew it was ending in 2023, like, <laughs> You'd be like, well, your bills, the bill collectors are going to be, but fuck that, guys. They're not going to hear you. No. <laughs> fuck that repo man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I don't think I'd do anything differently. I would quit my job and spend time. Kinda, that's crazy, though. It kind of puts things in, in a different perspective for you, even momentarily, of, of what truly matters. Yeah. Um, Timmy. <laughs> I think. Uh... I fall in between the, I don't know if I would change anything personally about myself uh, other than <clears throat> I think that uh, I would be more, this is going to sound stupid, but <laughs> I would probably be more likely to go out and just start singing in front of people and having a good time. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a stage fright person, oddly enough. Um, so uh, I would just be like, well, I'm going to entertain. I'm going out entertaining because I want to be able to sing and hear have people hear me sing and just have fun with it and, and not be afraid of it. And I think that would be the biggest thing. Uh, it's, it's, you know, not the major, but I don't think that's stupid at all. At that point, you're, you, what do you have to be afraid of? The world's yeah. at in a year. I think that's awesome, man. And I think, like I said about it being a, a, a bit of a perspective shift, even just for the purpose of this question, you know, Maybe look at what you can do if the world isn't ending to you know, overcome that fear of, of that shyness and performing mm-hmm. in front of people. And you're, you're an amazingly talented singer. You know, more people need to hear that. So appreciate go, that. Yeah. Go you, man. It's really weird. I can stand up and talk in front of a bunch of people at a problem. You get me to start singing and it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> All right. Number 15. If you could choose anyone, anyone, now we're going to say anyone alive or deceased, who would you pick as your mentor? I'll start it off. Uh, Tony Robbins. Uh, we can, we can get it out of the way. Banana fingers. Uh I used to I used to make fun of of the motivational, inspirational, life coaching, you know, this and that, um, shtick, spiel, whatever, a lot. But I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that Tony Robbins didn't help to change my life a lot, um, just on a on a personal growth level. Um, and it's all on what you how much value you invest into it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. For me personally, a lot of what he has to say, a lot of his exercise, a lot of his lessons and his, his programs and this and that, they've helped me. Um, and they, they continue to help me. And, the, and, and in one of the biggest ways, they help me help other people as well. Um, I love everything that he has to say about everything. I love listening to him talk. He's, he's 
an expert on so many different topics because he's put the time into sitting down with other experts of those topics and to share that information with people on, on a really big, impactful level, you know? So I respect the hell out of him. And he's just essentially, he's regurgitating shit that other, you know, it's not his own original thoughts or, you know, it's his spin on shit that other people have been saying for a really, really, really long time. You know, some of the most successful people in history. Um, you know, he, he helps people with neuro-linguistic programming, which if you don't, you know, I don't have time to break that down on this episode, but if you don't know what that is, I highly recommend looking into it. Hi. Uh, hi, Megan. Hi. Um, dude, it's hi. just uh, it's fascinating, the things that he talks about. Um, and I highly recommend uh, taking an hour out of your day, whoever's listening, and just going to YouTube and just listen to some Tony Robbins shit. Um, it's very powerful. It's very moving. It's very helpful. So I would have to say Bruce Lee simply because if you watch some of the interviews that he's done, he is trying to teach some, whoever the person is interviewing, teach them more. Watching. What's that? I love watching interviews with Bruce Lee. Love it. Be water. Like, be water. So what <laughs> I was about Tony regurgitating shit from other... Exactly. Uh, I've heard that so many times. I've seen the... Yes, I love that quote. Be water. You know, be everywhere. Be nowhere, you know. Uh, Bruce Lee would... I like, and I and I love to say this all the time is Bruce Lee would mind fuck you <laughs> and you didn't know it was happening. <laughs> you know? um, just his philosophies and his thoughts on the world were just far beyond his years, you right. know, with the way that he thought of things and the way that he looked at things. And it's cool looking back at those interviews because you're listening to him. You're like, wow, fucking A, this guy got it like back then, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it was be the best you you know but be the best you for yourself and others right you know and there's there is no can't it was like yoda you know there is no can't that's 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 what i was trying to say about how i feel on what's like robins and shit like that's how it mentor that's who i think of like a yoda like a guru like a you know right right wisdom <laughs> and like I said, with like favorite quotes, like one of the quotes that Bruce Lee used to always say is the biggest obstacle in your way is you, you it's know, and, and that's true. That's very true. So, yeah, I would say Bruce Lee. Timmy. This is a, another tough one for me because I don't really idolize a whole lot of people in that sense of where I would want them as a mentor. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I, I, I know the kind of qualities I would want in a mentor. I just don't know if I have somebody that fits all of them. Uh, but if I had to choose one just because of what they stood for and how the, they tried to unify, I would probably say Martin Luther King, just if I'm going to choose oh, yeah. somebody, because I really feel like, you know, if I grew up in that time, I would stand with them. And, uh, you know, try to project the message that he was giving that all people should be equal no matter what. And uh, I think that's, to me, like he was just a good person just trying to do the right thing. You know, I don't know if he would have motivated me in any other way to be better at my job or whatever. I think just being a good human being in general is, is important. So I feel like to me, that was a, that's a good one. I think narrowing it down like you said, to just one person is, is kind of tough because I think if you were trying to be, you know, if your lifelong dream was to be a stand-up comedian, uh, for example, maybe you wouldn't want to take advice from Louis C.K. on other things than comedy. Yeah. He could be a great mentor in the field of comedy. You know, you could get your career to levels you'd never even dreamed of before and you would want to model exactly what he's doing and learn from him because he's one of the best at what he does. Mm -hmm. You can be successful, but maybe not so much in other areas of life. 
you know, um, you wouldn't necessarily, and this is nothing, you know, against any particular profession, but I wouldn't want financial advice, you know, from the guy that um, is bringing me my food on Saturday night because he's not any further ahead than I am. Uh, it's just, and you it's not know that though. You may not know that You're just because they're right. You're absolutely because right. they're a waiter or waitress doesn't mean that they have it all together. You're correct. I agree. Mm -hmm. I didn't that based on what he's doing for a living, you know, so much as typically, you know, would you think that? No, you're right. And that's a total assumption. You know, he could be a millionaire just doing that for, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. but what I'm saying. I totally would work at Lowe's and Home Depot if I wanted million. Oh yeah. For, I could have a mentor for spirituality and, and personal growth and self-growth and that part of my life. I could have a mentor for my finances. I could have a mentor for what I want to do for a living for my career. Mm -hmm. You could have ultimately yeah. several mentors. Right. Um, and just so we're clear, I am very, very grateful for those people that are bringing my, my food on set. <laughs> uh, you know, no yeah, no, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody's got their thing, man. And you know, that's a job's job. Some people, it's, yeah. For some people, it's just the way they want to do it. And that's cool. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I think, you know, I think of like, if I want to be a good person, Martin Luther King Jr., if I want good work ethic, probably Michael Jordan, because that dude busted his ass. Like he got kicked off. He, he wasn't even like able to play basketball in high school at first. Right. Uh, and then became Michael Jordan in college, you know, uh, after working hard to do it. Um, you know, but if I want to be super smart and, you know, creative and, and whatever, uh, either, you know, Steve jobs or bill Gates because of what they've brought to the world. Um, you know, those kind of things, you know, I mean, those are, there's so many and different I, things to think. And about. I don't know that I couldn't get that from Michael Jordan. I have no idea, but you yeah. know, typically is that the guy I would go to for that information or to mentor me in that area? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> so that was, that was much better reference than I wish I would have used that one first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, number 16. If you could witness any event, past, present, or future, what would it be? Yep. Speaking of, since you said Michael Jordan real quick, did you guys see the TikTok ever of Michael Jordan when he sat down with Tony Robbins and he, about how he'd been so successful? And he said it's not that he was any better than anybody else. He just was not going to allow anybody else to work harder than he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was tough. I love that. I said work ethic. <laughs> he said he said no one could outwork him. Right. You know. So. All right. Sorry. That's past, funny. present, or future. Yep. Cool. If you could witness any event, past, present, or future, yeah. what would it be? There's so many. Okay, let's go. July thirteenth, nineteen eighty-five, Wembley Stadium, Live Aid, Queen. Oh, if I'd have been there, Batman, imagine I'm sure what you're going to talk there. about uh, when Marty McFly, you know, <laughs> went back to the future. <laughs> okay, sorry, 1985 just got me all twisted. But yeah, uh, yeah Live Aid's good too. <laughs> Live Aid, okay, cool. That's yeah. cool. Not as cool as Marty McFly, but you know, not as cool as Mark McFly. That's a good yeah. one, though. That would, that would have been amazing. This one's rough. Mm -hmm. these what if questions are harder yeah um why i did homework i know people are gonna say stuff if i say the answer that i'm thinking say it do it crucifixion <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> literally <I wasn't> <laughs> <for that. laughs> just i something about it you know i i would and it's not that i would want to watch it for my own gratification or anything like that no nothing like that just i think the raw emotion of what happened that day mm. um like man um the only other one that i was thinking of is the birth of my kids like if I can go back and witness it again, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. You well, know, speaking of, you know, Marty McFly, I don't have a time machine to help you with the ladder, 
as far as the former uh, movie came out a few years ago, it's called The Passion of the Christ. I don't know if you've heard of it. I would highly recommend putting that on. I and, yeah. Oof, oh, man. Um, they didn't hold back in that one. <laughs> all kidding aside, I was thinking about that. Like, If I was there uh, in person to witness something like that, man, I don't know. I had a hard time watching The Passion because um, that was during a period of time where I was, well, I did consider myself, you know, Christian, whatever label you want to throw there. Um, so from that point of view, that perspective in that period of time, when I saw it, it was, it was damn near unbearable, man. It was, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Timmy. Uh, I don't think I have a past thing. I mean, there's a lot of things that I think I would love to be a part of, but if I had to choose one thing, I'm going to probably move to the future and say you, it, i i mean there's no guarantee because we don't know what the future holds but if i'm if i'm taking a guess and just thinking of something that's a possibility uh whenever they finally are able to find the last cure for whatever last disease that we're dealing with so that human beings can just live their lives without worrying about going too early because of you know cancer or heart disease or diabetes or whatever it might be um you know once we get to that point i would love to be able to be a part and see that because i feel like that's going to then really allow people to take that worry and care off their shoulders and you know we might at that point also be better human beings in general so um i think that would be that would be kind of cool to be a part of i agree i think that would be awesome we advanced so far medically that we've mastered the human body. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're going to live forever. You still live a normal lifespan, but you just don't have to worry about like, well, if I do this, I'm going to get cancer. cancer. If I do this, I'm going to, you know, it'd but, be nice to not have to worry about cancer. <laughs> All righty. So number 17, if you could learn to do anything, what would it be? Play the guitar. This, this is an easy one for me. Uh, swim. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Simple. You yeah. know, because uh, I would love to do things in the water and not be afraid. Yeah. You know, but Look, every time I get in the water, buddy, I'm, I I don't go very far yeah, in the I ocean. I get a little nervous because <laughs> if I can't see it, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So I would say swim. Yeah, I mean, I can swim, but I against I don't like swimming in the ocean that much. I, I'll get I'll get wet, but I'm not gonna be like, let's go deeper. <laughs> no, <laughs> if my feet can't touch, we're good. <laughs> Joey, I think it would be really cool. I've always thought. I don't know. It's kind of going with like a trivial one. You said about uh, guitar, and I was thinking, well, yeah, that would be cool. I was like, well, you know, I can't have the same answer. Pick a different instrument. I want to learn how to play the piano, but not like classically. I want to be able to play it like a Jerry Lee Lewis type. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. all wild and crazy and fast and silly like that. I think that would be really fun to just be able to do. That'd be yeah. neat. I tried to learn guitar once. It did not go well. I was not patient enough, but uh... I can do a few things. You know, I have a couple of them. I have electric, I have acoustic. I'm, yeah. I can't, you know, my, problem is my little baby hands everybody knows about my baby uh, hands. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is i just can't get my fingers to do the things that it needs to do yeah. <laughs> and i always yeah. wanna i always want to hold it paul mccartney style like everybody's like no you do it like this and i'm like no but i like this <laughs> and my i'm not left-handed that's the weird part with my brain yeah <laughs> so maybe we all pick something this year that we're going to learn how to do we set a goal and then we learn how to do it Let's teach Jude how to swim. Let's get guitar lessons, you know, whatever. <laughs> Look at it like, oh, oh hell no. <laughs> I got flip, man. I got you. Not I'm not letting you two human bullies like, try to get me I'm, Playing the I'm, guitar, not going to kill you. Playing I'm, the piano, I'm, not going to kill you. Me drowning will kill me, okay? It's cool. I'm CPR first aid certified. I got you. <laughs> it's okay i know rpc <laughs> yeah. 
Maddie and I did talk about learning guitar and I uh, was trying to talk her into getting one uh, with me so we could learn. Cause she actually took guitar in school and knows some of the basic chords where I, I know nothing. I can look cool with it, but I, just, <laughs> I, don't I know say that, electrical but... cord. Yeah. It was only... <laughs> yeah. Cord. Instead of chords, like the tabs, you don't have to stretch your fingers near as far and mm. it, the transition between chords can be really friggin' difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I don't want to be somebody that's like, you know, like getting all crazy with it. I just want to be able to, you know, play a basic tune and just sing along with it, like campfire sing along kind of thing. Timmy doesn't want to be slack with more like paper cut. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's the next one? Next one. If you had to work on only one project for the next year, what would it be? Building my own business and becoming financially free. That's two things, Joe. Well, <laughs> it's like one, one leads to the other. <laughs> <laughs> one project. Mm. I'm building a bar for the for our family room. That's gonna happen either way. <laughs> Man, one project. I don't know. Oh, you know what? F that. I do know. I want to work on. I would work on getting this podcast to be more, uh, more than what we're doing now. Like I think we're putting the work in with the podcast itself, but. I may not be putting the work in to promote it as, as much as we could, or, you know, we could be, you know, possibly doing better with that. So I think I would, I would focus on that. Not that I don't want to do that anyway, but I think that's where I would be. I think I would like to, hmm. I would say finish the basement here. Hmm. That'd be a, a nice project for a year to do. There you go. So, Joe. I answered this one. <laughs> building my own business. <laughs> oh, building my own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Number 19. This should be a good one. If you were immortal for a day, what would you do? Like if I couldn't be killed for a day, like is that yep. immortals? Okay, skydive without a parachute. I would jump off a high shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> I would piss that guy off that knows. I know he has a gun. <laughs> I would just piss him off yep. as much like, yeah. I'm gonna shoot you, cool. <laughs> yeah, go you ahead, worst. bud. All right, go ahead, right here. Yep. <laughs> Joe, what would you do? I would hire a charter. I go out to wherever the frigate is in the ocean that the Titanic sank. I would take my happy immortal ass down to the bottom there and I would check it out like firsthand. I think that would be really cool to see all that shit up close. So here's the thing. You only have a day. Yeah. You know, so, how I mean, I'll, I'll schedule the charter ahead of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, number 20. If you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? Armando. <laughs> I would change my first name to Jude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's a that's, that's a that's a podcast show Easter egg. Can anyone else figure out what Jude's first name actually is that already doesn't know? <laughs> yes. yes. Fun fact. It was only a couple of years ago that I found out that that was, in fact, not your actual first name. Nope. Completely, Jude is my middle name. Completely blew my fucking mind. Had no idea. I was like, what? Shut mm. up. No way. <laughs> yep. Jude is my middle name. So that mm. question's an easy one. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still going with Armando. Mm. Armando. You gotta say it like that, though. Yeah, 
My name is Diego Montoya. I think maybe uh, I'd say pre the situation I'm in now <laughs> with, you know, we, you know, Amanda and I can't have another baby. Um, I wanted, if I had a boy, I would want their name to be Jackson. And I think that would be cool. A cool first name, Jackson. Cool. I would probably know how to play guitar because that sounds like somebody that knows how to play guitar. You know? yeah. <laughs> or moonwalk. Or, or moonwalk. moonwalk. Yeah. Or hit home runs, Reggie. You know? <laughs> you know? Or Mr. play Rock baseball Rock. and football. Bo. <laughs> All right. Number 21. If you could meet anyone, living or dead, who would you meet? <clears throat> Living or dead? Hmm. Well, um, that's a rough one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. If you could meet anyone, living or dead, who would you meet? Well, I mean, I, I guess not for me. It's not really, you know, not to get all personal. <laughs> I would want, I really want to meet my uh, my youngest son. Uh, not to put too much of my personal business out there for the entire world, but um, I'd really like to meet him. I have, I've uh, unfortunately never had the opportunity to, and that's something that, that I would um, really enjoy. Timmy? Um, uh, I feel like I should say a family member, but I think I'm just going to go normal and pick somebody from history because I feel like with my interest in the Civil War, I think Lincoln would be a big one for me. That's um, mine. Yeah. I, I, I would love to meet Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know the actual story. I, I mean, I know. I just want to know what his voice sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to know more. Scores, what... <laughs> I'm telling you now. When I get to heaven to meet Abraham Lincoln, he looks at me and goes, "Fly scores." And I'm <laughs> really pissed like off. A, like a nice scenario. Like, Yes, yes, horse score is in seven years ago. No, no, you go away. <laughs> All right, number 22. If you won the lottery, what is the first thing you would do? Hmm. I would turn my phone off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a it's a it's it's a loaded question in a sense because there is so like, how much? Yeah, how much are you winning? Uh are we saving you, like life right, changing amount? Yeah. Are we yeah. talking the day you get the check or are we talking the day you just found out you won? Because there's a lot of different uh, answers to so that. So let's let's say let's... you won five hundred million dollars, and this is the first thing you did when it hit your account. Hmm. Turn my phone off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm uh, probably looking for somewhere tropical to buy an island. <laughs> a small one. Not too crazy. Just enough I can put a little house on and enjoy the rest of my days yes. in a tropical paradise. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if, you know, I'd quit my job the moment I found out. So that's not, yeah, that's already going to be done. So when it actually hits my account and I have it there to spend, first thing I'm doing is going to Venmo and sending a lot of it away. Um, everybody that is in my immediate tribe is going to be taken care of right away, like that day, as soon as it hits the account. No more debt for anybody. I am calling everybody and we're going someplace where no one will find us. 
or we could always revisit the compound idea, Jude, which is binary, <laughs> just build our own houses. We're going to buy a compound and that's yeah. it. <laughs> I just had this conversation not that long ago, uh, a couple of days ago with Emily about like generational living and um, instead of mother-in-law suites and that type of setup, I want everybody I love in my tribe, you know, my friends, my family to live in a little community like that, you know, like it just make my own fucking neighborhood, just buy the like whole Waco. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. Minus all the weird <laughs> crap, but you know, <laughs> I was thinking it would be a perfect place for that would be like the walking dead town that, that you know, they got to what was the name? Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. Minus yeah. the zombies. You know, <laughs> but there's, and, they, there uh, are very nice houses. Zombies. I'd like to with, shoot somebody in the head. Yeah, that'd be with, cool. Yeah. With modern <laughs> modern comforts, you know, like electricity, yeah. running water. They had, they had that. They had, they had that. that. Yeah. They were they were very nice houses too. Nice front porches, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, number twenty three. If you were reincarnated as an animal, a drink, or ice cream flavor. What would it be? That's a dumb question. I'm not coming back as a drink or an ice cream flavor. I'm not lasting long now. <laughs> I'm coming back as a lion. I'm nobody. coming back as an eagle. Bald nobody. eagle. I can fly. Yeah, but nobody fucks with a lion. <laughs> nobody really messes with eagles either. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing with the lions. There's a lot of really rich people out there that like shooting them. Uh -huh. And if you ever get a chance to see how they hunt lions, it is the most unsportsmanlike thing in the world. Because the lion will literally, they go in a bus. And because it's so hot, they'll go someplace where the lions don't have any shade. And the lion will literally lay in the shade of the bus that the hunter is in. Most most shootings of lions in Africa happen less than 25 yards away from the hunter. Yeah, see, I don't dig the you know the whole safari trophy hunting thing. Like, why you want why are we killing lions? That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's no need. I agree. No need for that. I'm thinking sloth. Sloth. <laughs> It's not far off in my life now. No, I'm just, no. No. I'm just no. not that hairy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, they just chill in a tree and eat fruit. They're, you know, not many. There's not many predators for a sloth. It's they're, they're pretty chill. Popular animals in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to have a pretty solid life, you know. Cool. So number 24, if you could know the answer to any question besides what is the meaning of life, what would it be? Hmm. I think for me is... If you could know the answer to any question besides what is the meaning of life, what do we? <laughs> is there a God? There you go. That's a good one. I think would be mine. Joe, what do you think? I'm torn between two. What that is mine, actually. I just <laughs> want to know what Joe was thinking. <laughs> what happens after we die? And not like if there's life out there in the universe, but how much of it, like how far does life expand out into all of existence? Mm. Hmm. I, I think I kind of maybe go with that one is, you know, when will we make first contact? I kind of, I'm curious about that. Uh, I think maybe millions of years from now when we're not seen as, you know, a bunch of savages by our intergalactic peers. I don't know, man. You're, <laughs> you're blinded by this pandemic because they already told us that this stuff is there. <laughs> uh, they did. Saying, but there's a reason, you know, that 
nothing's come of it. Because <laughs> we're still focused on the pandemic. <laughs> because aliens know that, you know, Coke. if they landed here, all we're going to want to do is take them apart and find out how they work. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So, we're not ready for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as they don't want to do the same to us. Uh, number 25 is an easy one. Yeah. If you could be any fictional character, who would you choose? You Superman. Easy? Uh, well, okay. Superman, easy. Joe? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Tony Stark kind of sounds nice, you know? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. That's... <laughs> There's so many good ones though. I would I wouldn't mind being Inigo Montoya either. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. Uh, what about Gumby? Anybody, anybody think about Gumby? You can fit through like really tight spaces easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just for the record. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think a superhero is kind of a no-brainer with it. I was trying to think of somebody from, like, Star Wars, and I'm like, that'd be cool to be that, but I don't know. Like, you know, I think Batman would be cool just because you're still kind of human, like, kind of like Tony Stark. Batman has just no gotta, superpowers. He's yeah, a genius. He's got a ship ton of money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't he's know. Got a- I th- I think he's that's got a hard, daddy and mommy one. issues. <laughs> yeah. You say die hard? Uh, no, I said it's kind of hard. Oh. Is, you gonna you gonna be John McClane? No. <laughs> yeah. Yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. All righty. Number 26. This is a new category, by the way. This is a new category. This is personal questions to get to know someone. So, number 26. Jeez. Which celebrity do you get mistaken for? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> None. In the past, there was a TV show. Randy Quaid? <laughs> um, man, what was, all, what was it called? Uh, give me a second to research it. But uh, do you remember the guy in A Knight's Tale? Who was the the chubbier dude? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was Fred Flintstone on the correct. The pre- I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head though. It was Fred see. Flintstone in and what? He was he was after John Goodman, the crappier Flintstones movie that came out, the Beaver oh, Rock. Yeah. Yes. Beaver Rock Vegas and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was the butler in that down to earth movie where Chris Rock dies and he becomes a fat old rich white guy. He was the butler who would put on a fake like British accent, but yeah, Mark a bunch of Mark Addy is his name. Okay. Um, now we don't quite look the same now, but <laughs> I, I never this... would have that. But now that you say it, holy shit! I could, yeah, yeah, I know. What you mean. Um, still standing was the TV show, and I I don't know, like she's this girl that I was kind of dating at the time thought that I kind of looked like him. You can't really see it. There's a glare. It's unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> look, my face is all white. Just uh, that's exactly what I look like when I was in my. <laughs> what people were doing that thing for a minute there, not that long ago, where you would like, I don't know if it was a site or an app. You would put a picture of yourself, and you would search, and it would show you all the celebrity photos that it matched using yeah. program to your face. What was that? Do you guys remember that? Uh, I don't. Uh-uh. It was, not, it was all over Facebook a couple months ago. There was a guy who was on Chopped, and I believe Diners, Drivers, and Dives. He was a, a chef, and he does. We do literally look alike. Like yeah. he's, it's weird. <laughs> I was told years ago when I, you know, didn't have all the gray and everything, and I was much lighter, um, that I looked like Jason Laleen. So he's the guy that played Shaggy in the live action Scooby Doo movies. 
He was also the guy in 13 Ghosts. Are you, wait, Ma- Matthew Lillard played. Matthew Lillard played. Or yeah. Matthew Lillard, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matthew Lillard, okay. You know what, I can fucking see that too. Yeah, Sorry. I could see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. That was I don't think any celebrities. Screw both of you guys. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> Funny story. I was just gonna say that the other day on uh, Facebook. I, I think it was my cousin commented on one of my pictures or some kind of. I think it was the ten year challenge, and uh, yeah. he yeah his what his comment was you look like a young Ron Jeremy and I looked at the photo and I looked at his <laughs> comment and I laughed and I laughed and then I was I was, I was like hmm. He's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number 27. (laughs) What do you want to be when you grow up? Alive at this point. (laughs) Alive. That's it. I'm getting to that age. (laughs) That's what I got. Alive. Be alive. Uh, Yeah. Fulfilled. I don't know. Does that count? Retired. Retired, yeah. <laughs> retired. retired and alive. That'd be great. Millionaire and alive. That'd be great too. Yeah. What All did right. you want to be? How about that? Let's 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 go with that. What, what did, did you, you want to be? be when you grew up? I always wanted to be a police officer. Same. I would not want to be a police officer now, though. No. <laughs> no. What? What number are we on? We are on number twenty-seven. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> this may, you know, I'm going to have to go to work at some point during this recording. So if I'm in the car, I apologize. <laughs> Won't be able to see me, but I'll still be with you. I mean, we could cut off at like 30. Yeah, we can always, uh, you know, pick up again later. In another, yeah, we'll cut, another off, we'll cut off at 30 and we can record 31 to 50 then. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter to me. That's whatever. All right, so number 28. When you have 30 minutes of free time, how do you pass the time? Baseball. Yeah, it's so sad now. I was just thinking about this the other day. 30 minutes used to seem like a long time, and now it's like it's a blink of an eye. Yeah. Because of things like Facebook and TikTok and whatever. Because you just look at your phone and then you get lost in it, and then it's like, oh crap, thirty minutes. <laughs> thirty minutes is gone. gone already. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if I have thirty minutes extra, uh, it's probably spent overthinking something and giving myself anxiety over shit I don't need to be getting anxious over, mm-hmm. and uh, being stuck in my own head. I'm, it's you know it's nice to just have 30 minutes sometimes just to think and reflect and mm-hmm. catch Absolutely. your breath. true true all right number 29 what would you name the autobiography of your life <laughs> mine mine would be you're not gonna believe this shit <laughs> <laughs> Joe's would be never give up. Yeah, buddy. Never give up. Mm. Yeah. I'm sticking with you're not going to believe this shit. Probably. Oh, you finally figured it out. That's <laughs> and you have to add the uh, you probably you finally. Yeah. Delete my browser history. That's going to be mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of let me do let me explain. Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Dot dot dot. Yeah. So See, about what that. happened was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, happened was. <laughs> and number 30, what songs are included on the soundtrack of your life? Oh man, I knew this was gonna be a tough one. This this one's it's just there's so many, so many. There's a ton. <clears throat> um don't stop believe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think war. <laughs> why can't we be friends? Yeah. Mm. Um, we do lowrider. Can I be on my soundtrack? <laughs> there you go. Saying, you can be on whatever you want. It's your soundtrack. <laughs> I think tenacious D tribute. Yes. Mm. 
Uh, <laughs> celebration cool in the gang is mine. Man, yeah, man. There you go. Kid Rock, about... celebrate. Absolutely. No, not Kid Rock. Yeah, but that's what made me think of that. All right. No, F Kid Rock. He's a moron. Rock it... <laughs> Kid Rock is a moron. Yeah. Uh, he may be a moron, but I enjoy that moron's mm-hmm. music. Should, should, time should, I I do that... my, should I do my daily trigger of the Trumpers out there for real quick? <laughs> so oh, my daily God. trigger of the Trumpers. Is, yeah, it's Trump. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for all those people out there that say, you know, talk about, you know, Joe Biden living in somebody's basement. He has now moved out of the basement. And he's living rent free in a lot of you motherfuckers heads. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Yeah, had to get off my chest. I have a lot okay. of people on my Facebook feed right now that are, you know, oh Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. He is literally living rent free in a shit ton of people's heads, and they don't even realize it. That's a funny thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's number. That's up to thirty. How much time do you have, Joe? Um, I do another 10 minutes. Can we knock out a few more? I think we can knock out a few more. Hey, man. Let's go to 40. We can get the 40. Well, okay. no, maybe 35 on these ones. These are personal, <laughs> these are personal history questions. So. Yeah, probably 35. So number 31, have you ever had something happen to you that you thought was bad, but it turned out to be for the best? 100%. Uh, when I lost my job in Pittsburgh and everything kind of went down the toilet because I didn't get my life together and I had to move home and look at me now. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Love Pittsburgh. Miss my friends there. Miss, miss the city, but uh, it happened for a reason. Definitely married, happy, have a wonderful wife and daughter and dog, cats, and turtle home friends, job solid. So, Ooh. Yep. I would have to say for me would be my, my divorce. (laughs) You know, I, 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 and I, and I say that with all the utmost respect for my ex-wife. I love the hell out of my ex-wife. I respect the hell out of her. We have a better relationship now than we were when we were married. Um, But I would have to say, you know, my divorce, because I would have never met Megan. I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. You know, Um, I would have to say that. You know, like I said, my ex-wife and I have an awesome relationship. We get along. We talk better now than when we did when we were married. We have a better relationship now when we were married. Um, so it's not a bad. It, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but people would look at it as a bad thing because it's a divorce. But, you know, we get along better now than we did when we were married. So. So I'll change it up a bit and I'll build off of what you said. For me, I guess just getting out of certain relationships that weren't serving either parties involved in general. And I don't just mean intimate relationships, um, friendships that I've had in recent history um, that have gone south and ended and parties have gone their separate ways, whatever, just any kind of relationship I've had in my life where we grew, I went one way, they went the other. And again, that's with all due respect to the other parties involved. And I wish them the best fulfilled, happy, successful life that they can have. I have no ill will. I don't have any hard feelings. I don't wish them any, any hardship or struggle. Uh, the relationship just wasn't serving us anymore. And at the time that can be really hard, you know, it can be really hard to get through, um, can be a struggle, but ultimately then ended up leading to a lot of really, really good things. So cool. Yeah, I'm grateful for those experiences. So number 32, what was one of the best parties you've ever been to? I don't know if it counts as a party per se, but um, well, for me it was. (laughs) (laughs) WrestleMania 30 weekend, the first time we went to New Orleans, Louisiana. That was the best party of my entire life. (laughs) Man, this one, man, is a rough one. I can't, 
I can't put my finger on like a single party that mm-hmm. like stands out to me. I mean, my my bachelor and bachelorette party with my wife was pretty cool. Timmy, your bachelor party was pretty cool. Um, I mean, going out to Pittsburgh with friends of mine was always a good time. So, mm-hmm. I mean my birthday in Pittsburgh at the strip club was pretty cool. <laughs> um, man, I, that night was, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I mean, that's, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't put my finger on just one. There are, cause they were all memorable. So, yeah. um, man, we had a party once, uh, in Pittsburgh at one of the, this house that was huge in Crafton. And we had a Halloween party and everybody, every single person showed up in a Halloween costume. There wasn't anybody there that wasn't dressed. And it was just a ton of fun. Uh, beer pong and, you know, just card games and just, just having a good time. And when nobody got any fights, it was just a lot of fun. Um, that's one that sticks out. Like when, as soon as you said it, it just popped in my head. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've, you know, between bachelor parties and trips and just, they, I mean, there's so many out there, but uh, I would say that's probably one of the most memorable for me. Cool. Joe is not there. <laughs> there he is. Uh, you said yeah. WrestleMania weekend, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Number 33. What was the last movie, TV show, or book? That made you cry or tear up. I don't know if there's a last one for me. There's always one that I watch though, but Field of Dreams, right at the end when he's playing ball with his dad. Yeah. I'll I'll get tears in my eyes every time. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, man enough to admit that that happens fairly regularly. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the movie or show. I can't think of the last one I watched that made me tear up or um man i really can't think of anyone i really can't um hmm. can't think can't think of when it's actually made me cry or anything like that yeah um it takes a lot for me usually but yeah, yeah, I can't I can't think of one that actually made me cry. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't got nothing for that one. Juice says pass. <laughs> yeah, I, I say yeah, pass. All right. Number 34. This this is an easy one. What's the hardest thing you've ever done? Um say goodbye to my dad. Mm. That that Hands down, hardest thing I've ever done. I, I I can fully admit that. That's that's a no-brainer. That's an easy one for me. Uh, saying goodbye to my dad. So. Timmy. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is easy for me. I, that's another one that I'm just, what's the hardest? I mean, there's been, not that I, I, I would say that I have a ton of struggles in my life, but, you know, just normal things that most people go through. But. I think um, the hardest thing I ever had to do was at the time when I now, now knowing that it all worked out was probably leaving Pittsburgh because I, I felt like I really built a life there and then having to just drop it and go uh, because of decisions that I'd made. (laughs) Um, That's probably one of the hardest things I ever had to do, even though it worked out, but it was still hard. Yeah. Joey. Uh, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. Pass for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we'll do number 35 here. What was the last experience that made you a stronger person? Uh... 
I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I'd have to say the experience of losing my dad, you mm-hmm. know, made me a stronger person because, you know, that uh, that kind of put a lot of things in perspective for me, you know, because mm-hmm. I never lost a parent. You know, I, I, was, I had a group of friends with me, Megan, um, uh, my friend Jason uh, lost his parent and I was the only one in the group, Chad too, Chad, you know, Chad lost a parent. Um, so I was the only one in a group that didn't lose a parent. And it was, you know, they would tell me about, you know, how they felt and stuff like that. And I just, I couldn't, you know, relate to it. And then whenever my dad did pass away, I mean, it was everything that they told me that that's, you know, it was true. I mean, it was hard experience and made me a better person you know i was i was pretty down whenever that happened and you know i had to pick myself back up dust myself off and keep going i couldn't just give up you know and that was that was a hard experience that absolutely made me a stronger person made me a better person so yeah yeah so joey you want to go since you didn't get an answer in the last one uh, I'm going to piggyback off of what my last answer that I gave was walking away from, uh, toxic relationships. And again, that's not against either party involved. It's just the relationship that's not good for anybody, whether it's a friendship or, you know, whatever. Um, it's tough but on the other side i look back at it i'm grateful i feel like i'm stronger for the experience so i'm grateful for it cool timmy um when i adopted maddie probably is the thing that kind of made me go you know what uh, i mean i knew that that's what i wanted to do but when it was official i was like all right well this is like i'm legit now like <laughs> uh you know i was you know felt like her parent uh during the time that we've been together but until that moment hit where it was like all right i signed some paperwork i'm her legal guardian and i'm you know that's uh you know i now am responsible for her for her and for uh, you know my wife's blood so So, you know that uh that uh, that probably changed me made me stronger a little bit because i the responsibility that comes along with it you know and I, it might even be before that, but that was the pivotal moment, I think, that kind of sealed it, literally. <laughs> cool. All righty, fellas. So that gets us up to 35, and we could pick up from there. I, yeah, I don't even know if we have to, to be honest, because I'm reading through some of these, and they're not, like, super great, some of no. these questions. Um I would say, let's just finish with one more. Uh, I like number 45. At what age did you become an adult? Did you become? Not what age do you become, but what what age did you become an adult? Define uh, adult. Is it our own definition of adult or societies? Yeah, no, yours. Like, how do you, like, what made you feel? I, I think not society's thing because i think that's all over all over the board um but like for me i'll just throw my my response to it out there um i'm gonna say probably like 33 would have been my year that i was like oh yeah by the way i'm been you know adulting for a while now but i've not really been adulting So, (laughs) so it's time to get it together uh, that was the year that I started at, at uh, our, our previous job, Jude. Uh, well, not my previous, but you know, <laughs> um, my previous. <laughs> your previous. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like that's where things started to turn around for me um, at that point. So I'm going to go with 33 because that made me, I started to feel like, okay, I got this. I can get this together. I'm going to say 26. Uh, that's when Michael was born. There you go. Reasonable. That's whenever adulthood hit real quick, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say 26. That's whenever Michael was born, and that little shit's gonna graduate high school this year. So, 
I don't, uh, I don't know what number I would say, or, you know, what period of time I would say, because shit, I had to become a dad real quick, you know, found out Noah's mom was pregnant when I was 19, you know, so very quickly, uh, lost a lot of friends, was thrust into a whole lot of adult that, uh, you know, everybody else around me wasn't, um, I think I keep learning and growing, you know, every day. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I'll ever really feel like I'm ready or grown up <laughs> per se. You know, I'll always be a kid at heart. Um yeah, I'm gonna leave that I'm gonna leave that space open. That's that's kind of an open ender for me. Cool. As long as you don't cool. get to a certain age, uh my father self-admittingly said that it took him until he was about 60 years old to <laughs> realize he he was an adult and uh, that did not give him a lot of years to live out as the adults, unfortunately, um, because he, I think he passed at 68, I believe. So, uh, you know, I think there's a pivotal moment in your life that you're going to go, Oh, this is when things started getting better or more real in some instances, I suppose. So um, it, it is a tough question. But for me, it was, it's very, I, I'm, I'm well aware of when things started turning, you know? Yeah. Like, like I say, with whenever 26, when Michael was born, it was like, now I'm responsible for another human being. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, oh shit, you know, it's yeah. not just me anymore, you know? And I, and I only leave it open because like I said, I, I feel like I get better at adulting all the time. You know, I don't, I don't think I'll ever have it. 100% of the way figured out. Oh, it's definitely an ongoing process. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. <laughs> You're going to learn just as much or uh, just how much shit you don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. All right. Well, I mean, I think this was a good opportunity for our our listeners to get to know us a little. Uh, we had some fun with some things, but it did take a bit of a, a serious turn here and there. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, talking because there was things that I may have learned about you guys and, you know. Absolutely. I absolutely loved it. As soon as you proposed the idea, like you, Tim, I think I read a question or two. I was like, sign me up. One of my friends actually did the whole thing and I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, that would be a great idea for a podcast. Mm-hmm. for us to do so i was like yeah let's that's why i suggested yeah let's do this there there's a company that makes cards like deck like a deck of cards that are podcast like subjects you know whatever you want to make a, an episode about and you just pull the card and you go okay we're talking about this <laughs> and you just talk right about i thought about getting them uh recently just because i think it'd be fun Absolutely. With, so, so man, we'll invest in that but uh uh, yeah, this was definitely a good time, and uh, I I enjoyed it. So good call, Jude, on this one. This was good. Um, yeah. What else? Do you guys have anything else to add before we we uh, we sign off for the for this this episode? I do not. It's just uh, you know, with with this little fifty question thing, like it'd be interesting to see if there's any questions that anybody out there has for us. You know, what what do you want to know about us? You know, I. I'm an open book. I'm an open book. I'll answer whatever you want to ask, you know. So I'm not shy. And, you know, if you got a question you want to know the answer to, ask. Ask away. Or, you know what? If if you want to or are able to take the time out, we appreciate it. Sit down. Write down your responses. We'd love to hear them. We love feedback. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that'd be cool to get kind of get to know our listeners. Even if you just pick one so, question and answer it, I think that'd be fun. Maybe we'll we'll post some of these questions on the Facebook page and see if we can't get some answers from it. So uh, then we can, cool. we can maybe talk about it in a in another episode or uh, um, you know do a quick quick little thing that we can pop them on just to kind of give some uh, some feedback and and talk about those who participated. So um, yeah, definitely do that on the Facebook page. We'll uh, I'll post these once we post. Uh, the actual podcast itself. I'll post the questions. Uh, maybe we can even, you know, if somebody else gets a chance, we can get them on within the next day or so before the, the podcast pops on Friday. 
And, uh, you know, we'll look forward to hearing some of those answers. So check us out on Facebook on the Beards and Bros podcast Facebook page. Remember that you can always reach out to us through email as well. Beards Bros pod uh, or Beard Bros pod uh, at gmail.com. Um, we are now on multiple uh, different format or uh, platforms, I should say. Uh, we have Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a five-star um, rating and a review. Um, we have, which we do have some on there, by the way. So people left some, which is really nice. Amanda was oh, checking cool. them out. So uh, maybe we'll read them off next time around and just say thank you to those. Who did. Usually they're anonymous, but we'll we'll see uh, who they are. But uh, we'll, we'll read them off on the air anyway. Um, Spotify is always a place you can catch us. Not Neil Young anymore, but us. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> We're still there. We're still there. We didn't leave you Spotify. We're, we're we don't care what Joe Rogan says. <laughs> um, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, uh, iHeartRadio is now a thing for us. Um, if plus- anybody knows Joe Rogan or has a- ability to message him, let him know. We'd love to have him as a guest on the podcast. There, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, he's only got the number one podcast in the world, so, um, yeah. so he's doing something right. <laughs> Well, something right yeah angering a lot of people too uh, but that's we'd right. love to talk to you on our podcast there big yeah guy. <laughs> uh but thanks everybody for listening and uh we look forward to getting this one out to you and uh we'll we'll see what else the rest of this month holds where we have some other subjects we're we've been talking about and uh i'm excited to to continue to get you guys the content that we are providing so um on behalf of myself i say good night bid you adieu uh fellas be excellent to each other and party on no uh, <laughs> yeah uh, thanks for listening and uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback and we'll talk to you next time alrighty guys have a great night thanks everybody for listening again and Joe just one last time how does it feel to be fucking wrong <laughs> yeah Joe it's to be fucking wrong that's my favorite quote Joe <laughs> got four of those in tonight yeah that's right <laughs> all right all right fellas have a good have night have a good night see ya. Bye. Bye. Peace.